views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Pat. We've got something super special for you as we are kicking it back old school. You're going to be listening to a show we did back in 2006, I believe. Callers calling into the show, taking questions, and at the end, a special featured interview with Deepak Chopra. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let the Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Dr. Pat Show. That was my interview with Gene Houston. But we're all live. We're live, live, live. Pinch me. Pinch me, Benny. Can't reach. Uh, touch okay, finger. Touch finger. Okay, touch finger. Ah, touch finger. I was trying to get you a pinch. Touch finger. Get you a little pinch. <laughs> uh, follow up. I just want to give you a little follow up here to the conversation that you know you and I had the other yesterday. We were talking about. Um, the comment that uh, Kiss made, that other station. So I called them and I and I left a message and I said, you know oh, what? Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I said, guess what? Like this is, uh, you know, about crust busting. Mm-hmm. So go to www.crustbusting.com and check it out because if you know anybody that needs to have some crust busted, I'm your girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Is that, is that it? Is They're probably it? looking at the website going, wow. wow what's the matter? What? This is awesome. This is good. Um, we're going to just chit-chat this afternoon. We call this open mic. and uh, This is an open mic segment. It's Mr. B and me. Mr. B and me. That sounds like a like, like a show. PB and J. PB and J. Where's the J? We're, We're looking J. for them. That We're might be our callers. That's maybe our callers. So what I want to do is I want to invite you to call in. And uh, what I will do is pull a prosperity card for you. And we will uh, chat about it. If there's anything going on, I will do a little mini reading with you. If you like, and my number here is 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527 or... Toll free in Western Washington, if you're lucky, one triple eight two nine eight five five six nine. That number again is one triple eight two nine eight five five six nine. Okay, let's chat. Just me and you, mano a mano. How's that?
How's the goldfish? Goldfish are great. Huh? They're doing awesome. Actually, I had to buy a new filter for them. Did you? Did you I have to did. buy a new tank? The other one? No, the tank's still cool. I do have to get a bigger tank, but the filter ran out on me. You know what? Folks but, don't understand what we're talking about. They don't know. That's okay. But let's tell them. Well, I took in uh, your little babies. That's right. I had my, my goldfish. Yeah. Burpee. Slurp and burp. It started out as two, then, then it's only one. one. Okay. Disappeared. Right. Well, Krusty the crustacean, the lobster ate it. Yes, he did. Okay, so the bottom line is you helped me out because I moved and mm -hmm. I really didn't have, you know, a place for that 10-gallon, which must be a 20-gallon fish tank now. Uh, yeah, Slurpee's getting pretty big. I should probably get him a bigger tank. But then I need <laughs> a bigger place for that bigger tank. Absolutely. So, you know, the story goes, Benny helped me out, and now this goldfish is what, 20 uh, he's not that big, but he's, he's, got, he's a little he was larger 12 than, inches yeah. when I got I mean, the, when I passed we're talking on. a reasonable size goldfish body-wise, but his tail is like twice the size of He's his, a fantail. Exactly. So I he think takes it's up a, a lot of space He's a fantail. Yep. So that's what's up with that. Yeah. So Benny helped me out. And what I'm doing is I'm looking for a show that Benny and I did a while ago on Krusty the Crustacean and Slurpee and Burpee and that story. That is, by the way, uh, we're going to be featuring that show on the new website, which is coming up. And we have a brand new website coming up. The other thing I want to mention right now, the Dr. Pat show is really, uh, really taking off in terms of what you all suggested in holding the consciousness. And that's what it's about. You're going to see a change in what we do. Let me give you an example. In May, uh, you will see we are going to have... Um, a giveaway a day. You're going to give something yeah. to a listener mm -hmm. every day in May. We can do that. We are going to do it. But you got to call in an email and you can do that. So that's what we're going to do. A giveaway a day. That's a campaign we're starting because for me, this show has always been about giving back and that's what it's about now. So that's what I want to say about that. Yeah, so look forward to it in the future. All right. Let's go to the phone. So All right. Know. We're going to grab our phone caller. Hi, you're on live with Dr. Pat. Who's this? Hi, this is Jack. Hey, Jack. How you doing? Hey, sir? Jack. How are you? Oh, pretty good so far today. So far today? Did, yeah. did you hear that Benny had to pinch me to, to make sure I wasn't dreaming? Yeah. I wasn't too rough with her, though, Jack, so it's nothing to worry about. Thank goodness. <laughs> you can pinch me, food. though. Yeah, you can pinch me, buddy. <laughs> you can pinch me back. How can I help you today? Oh, I was just wondering about my prosperity card. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Wow, you, you've got incredible vibration. You're... you're um, Wow, you've got some stuff going on, right? Well, really? Do you? Well, I don't know. It, you know what? It's it's uh, it's in there. Here's your card for today. Yeah. I am powerfully silent. I am powerfully silent. It's a very interesting card. Telling others of the dreams that are closest to your heart dissipates your energy. Stay silent and inwardly focus, and your secrets will become magic in motion. Oh, great. You you must have something. I think that's what I'm feeling. You have something mm, sort of on the edge of your consciousness, something there. Is there something that you're trying to do or something that you want? Oh, I'm just uh, breaking into a new hobby. That's that, See, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I, and I'm not going to ask you to share it. You know why? Because this says, you know, telling others of the dreams, blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. <laughs> Great. But I'm going to hold, you know, the new hobby sounds like it's awesome. I'm not even sure what it is. But it, it it seems to make you smile inside. Oh, great. That's interesting. I'm learning about gems, uh, semi-precious gemstones. Cool. I love that. I love that. 
Yes, it's pretty interesting. And it's fun to fool around with. Okay. Okay. So this is something you're doing on your own, really, because this is something you're passionate about? Uh, well, more if I could be uh, serious about it, yeah. Do you want to be serious about it? <laughs> I don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's what I want to hold for you. This is whenever I get a hit like this. This is I'm loving this. I'm loving this. Look it. Holding that idea that you have that you don't have enough money for it is going to get you caught in this loop where you believe you don't have enough money for it and therefore you will never have enough money for it. Play with this a little bit. You've got nothing to lose here. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Play with this a little bit and create a mantra that says, I have all the money that I want so that I can do this hobby the way I want to do it. That'd be nice. Just play with that. Play with that new idea. What do you think? That's cool. All right. You're good to go. See, I knew it was something like that because I could feel the shiny. It was like a shininess that I got, you know, in listening to you. So I knew there was something in there. You go for it, okay? Yes, ma'am. All right. Have a great day. I'm loving you. Thank you. I'm loving you. Thank you. Thanks, Jack. Have a fantastic one. I love that. I love that semi-precious gems. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be calling him soon. (laughs) We have Anel now waiting for us. Hi, Anel. Welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. How are you, Anel? I'm great. Good I'm, to talk with you. It is so good to talk with you. Would you like your card for today? I would. Are you ready for it? I am. Are, are you sitting down? I am. All right. You ready? Now stand up. Now stand up. Now, okay, now sit back down. Okay, now stand back stand up. Stand up. Sit back down. <laughs> we have the power. I got the card for you. <laughs> I got the card for you. You ready? I'm, I'm listening. I live. Benny's getting ready for me. I live. I live in the flow and the rhythm of life. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Get ready for this one. You ready? Experience the rhythms of life. Stay aware of the prosperity cycles of ebb and flow ebb and flow now i want to be clear about this card even though my friend heidi did the cards ebb and flow doesn't mean lack and slack and prosperity that's not the ebb and the flowing thing this is all about the greater good just stay aware of the cycles of it and the movement of it because it's energy we are ultimately made up of energy and we attract that which resonates with our own rhythm trust that when the flow of prosperity goes out you're ready for this this is the punchline it will always that's the key word always come in Mm, yes that's a great one that's a great one and you must be in the flow or else you wouldn't have picked this card (laughs) yes the flow feels pretty good You're great. Okay. Anything Thank else I can you. help you with? Anything I can hold for you? You good? Hold for me prosperity in partnership. <gasps> you know what? Different yeah. word for that. Can I interject? Okay. Abundance. Yeah. Abundance. You see the partnership thing? It's the big A word right at the beginning of the alphabet. It's the abundance. It is the juiciness. I'm seeing you, the partnership of, you know, the partnership energy of your life. It is overflowing, absolutely bubbly, juicy, abundant. Sparkly is the word that came up. (laughs) 
It's like a sparkly thing. And you you are so filled with joy that Betty's going to have to come pinch you. Just made my day affirming that. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You're sending my, you're me out on some pinching ventures now? I love it. Because I'm ready to do it. Honey, I'm always with you, baby. <laughs> Do we have the phone? We do. Okay. Don't mind that guy randomly walking around town pinching people. Okay. It's just Benny. That's Benny. If you see a guy with a beautiful cardinal shirt on, uh, that is so white, honey. Who does your wash? Thanks. I do my own wash. Oh, my I God. Do you want to come over and do mine? My mama trained me. She oh, look at that T-shirt. That is so white. It's hot. That is good. I keep it clean. Oh, my goodness. You need to come over and do my wash. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's crossing a line. <laughs> hey, where's that Joan Casey? We need our to Where is with... the Joan yeah. Casey? Oh, she's calling in. She wants her card. <laughs> okay. Well, we have Denise now waiting for us. Hi, Denise. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm ready for some more prosperity. Well, look at what you got. Is that like even... Listen, that's so my New York accent. I haven't had... That has not showed up in a long time. Denise, there is a card I've picked for you. There is a card. There's, is there like... Okay, is there like a little something happening with you about you not believing in yourself or something? Possibly. Okay. Here's the card. This is all yours. Got your name all over it. You ready? Yes. I see myself as successful. I see myself as successful. Now, Jean Houston was on the show. She is a master at imaging. She is a master at helping us create images. This may be something that you want to think about. You want to think about getting out of the left brain with your success and, and, and really look at, you know, creating some right brain energy and, and imagining and envisioning your success. But here's the deal. You ready for this? Okay. You sitting down? Uh-huh. Okay, stand up. No. <laughs> Whatever obstacles you believe you face, this is a personal favorite of mine, by the way. Whatever obstacles you believe you face, others have overcome even greater challenges. Wherever you are right now, is of little consequence. What really matters is the attitude you possess and the way you approach life. Does that mean anything to you? Um, sure. How do you feel about the success card? You know, I know I have the potential to be very successful, but there's something blocking me right now. That's exactly what this card says. Now, let's see. Do you want some help in seeing if we can get at it? Sure. So how, how strongly do you believe in your success? Oh, I totally believe I'm successful, but I don't know why I'm, so I don't know why I'm not. I, I know I can be, so I don't know why I'm not being. So let me ask you, let me ask you this question. What makes you think right now in this moment you're not successful? Because I don't have the money and the man that I want. Okay. So here's what I want to do to help you, like, pop open this, this right now. Here's what I want to help you do. You ready to play a little bit with me? Sure. I want to, I want you to really entertain that you are absolutely successful right now. That's what this card is about. This card is really, this is so perfect. This card is so perfect. Perfect for you. Because unless you come to the place where you're willing to give up situations in your life that may point to in the world that we live in, then an idea that you're not successful until you get to that place where you're willing to give that up, you're going to block the doors and shut them. So in this moment right now in your life, it's all about seeing the success. So you know what the quickest way to go from where you are now to that place of success? To believing that I'm already successful? Yeah. Do you know how to do that real quick? No. You go right to a gratitude list. 
A gratitude list? Absolutely. Okay. Gratitude is about being grateful for everything in your life. Being grateful for the fact that you had the courage to call into this show. Being grateful that you have the wisdom to know who you are. Being grateful for every breath you take. Being grateful for perhaps the people in your life, for your spiritual path. So what I would like you to do, if you're willing to do it, Okay. It's not that we're not, it's not that we're not going to get ready for, you know, the prosperity, the money, the cha-ching, and the relationship. We are doing that right now. But in order for that, for order, in order for you to see it, see, because it's already in front of you, you just can't see it. It's already there. In order for you to be able to have on those sacred glasses so that you can see what is right in front of you, you must accept and be grateful for who you are right now mm-hmm. and what your life is about makes sense yeah and like take it from a person that's been at the bottom the way bottom rung you know wallowing down i don't know what gene called it in in that that stuff that happens to the butterfly and it's in those moments that we have to really look at this place of gratitude can you do that are you willing to start a gratitude journal oh yeah i've, I've worked on that a little bit but i need to do more yeah how about the, before you go to bed at night that's the most powerful time to do it. Okay. It's, uh, and you know what? doesn't have to be 20, 30 things. Pick five things. Five things that you're grateful for that day. But when you, when you pick them, really feel them. You know, like write them down, say them, and then shut your eyes and actually see that thing. Okay. All right. Great. Thanks. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see you as successful. I'm seeing you as successful. I know you're successful. I'm going to tell you, you're listening to this show. You are successful. I am carrying that with me in every cell of my body. You are absolutely fulfilled with the juiciness of life. This is your abundance. That's why I do this show. I'm spreading it around. Please join me in the collective consciousness of it. Yeah, one more. You think we can sneak your mom on there? Hey, do it. All right, let's bring on Mike. Mike, are you there, buddy? Yeah, so far. Hey, Mike, are you there, dude? How, how are you? Hey, how are you? Uh, just rolling along, you know. Hey, you're rolling along? Yeah. I, well, you know, I picked a card for you. You ready? Well, yeah. I'm not sure if you relate to this or not. I don't think this is an issue for you, but, you know, I want to talk about it with you. Yeah, can you speak up a little more so I can hear you? I'm yelling in the phone. Okay. I, I will try a little louder. Benny, you'll have to help me help with the adjustment so I'm not blowing people out of their homes here. Yeah, yeah. The, the card is this, Mike. I am debt-free. Debt-free. Mm-hmm. Now... That card, that card is generally about money, but it has a deeper meaning. Okay? Yeah. So debt could be about sacred spiritual debt. It could be about the fact that you may be holding on to something that doesn't serve you anymore. It may be from a past action where you've had some hookup with money that hasn't been exactly right for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You got any of that going on? Well, uh, where I'm at is uh, I want to become financially you know, secure and uh, successful, the old usual. And uh, But I want to have some meaning and purpose in my life. You know, the money end of it has been a, uh, trying to find some purpose and meaning. You know, once I find that, then everything else will flow. Okay, well, here's the deal I want to pass on to you in this short period of time. Because this is the same thing I said to a previous caller. You ready for me? Are you ready, Mike? Got it. Okay, because I'm telling you, this is like so powerful. You cannot walk around asking to find meaning and purpose in life. 
because, say that again. Yeah, I don't want you to walk around anymore saying that you want to find meaning and purpose in life. What I would like you to do is walk around and shout it with everybody, everybody that you come in contact with, that Mike, Mike, I have purpose and meaning in life right now. Mike, you have it. Can you say that? I have purpose and meaning in my life now. Countdown, Benny. Oh, you got to feel it, Mike. I'm telling you, everybody. You got to feel this one, brother. Three, two, one. I have purpose purpose and meaning meaning in life. In life now. 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 See, he added that. He got it. Let's go. Purpose purpose and and meaning in life now. Meaning in life now. One more time. One more time. I have have purpose purpose and meaning meaning in life life now. now. You Perfect. got it. And you I got it, Mike. Success. You got it all. Okay, well, I'll keep in touch with you. I want to hear this because I'm going to say, fasten your seatbelt. You hold that thought, buddy, and you are going to manifest beyond your imagination. Okay, God bless you both, and I'll, uh, I'll keep in touch with you. Thank, thank you, you all. Hey, thank you all for listening. Loving you each and every moment. Back here tomorrow, Stephanie Dora, more reading, sacred contract, and don't forget in May giveaway a day the dr pat show that's me with my man mr b we'll see you tomorrow with stephanie dorm loving you guys thank you for joining us today for the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by the dr pat show can be heard live monday through friday at 11 a.m on kknw am 1150 and every tuesday at 7 a.m and 7 p.m pacific on voiceamerica.com so join dr pat live or listen 24 7 at www.thedrpatshow.com Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the show. I want to introduce you to Deepak Chopra. Many of you have heard me talk about him and have actually heard me talk with him. I'm here talking today about his new book, but I have to tell you, it really is a conversation about much more. And the book I'm referring to is Buddha, the Story of Enlightenment. Deepak, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. Uh, in reading the book, I couldn't help be struck by the fact that, wow, are we talking about Buddha, or are we really talking about each and every one of us here? Well, the story is very human. It's um, about a person who's just as vulnerable and uh, has the same questions that you and I have. Uh, what is the meaning of our existence? Where do we come from? Uh, uh, the book, as I, I read it, I was so struck by the parallels uh, in this journey of this uh, young individual and so many of our lives and you had pointed out that really this is these are questions that each and every one of us explore and i wanted to ask you how so was this true for you as you wrote the book well i you know went into medicine because i wanted to understand the nature of consciousness and i realized that uh, our training was not uh, one that allowed us to actually understand the deeper questions of our existence uh, where do we come from what's the meaning and purpose of our lives do we have a soul? What is the nature of consciousness? Where does it come from? Um, what happens to us after we die? Why is there suffering? And I think these are existential conundrums that everyone has. And uh, this young man, Siddhartha, who was born a prince, 
and um, uh, had the same dilemmas as everyone else has. But rather than looking for outside authority, most people resort, resort to you know, religion or dogma or ideology or belief systems. He did not do that. He said, if there's anything we can be certain about, is uh, there's only one thing, and that is that we exist. So he asked himself, what is the nature of existence? And through very simple, mindful practices, he realized that everything in the relative is impermanent. He observed his breath and he saw that it arises and it subsides. He observed his thoughts and he realized that they arise and they subside. He observed his emotions and he realized that they arise and they subside. And then he looked at everything and he said, if existence space-time, then it is impermanent. And not only is it impermanent, it is the result of everything else. He looks at a flower and he says, it's not just a flower, it's uh, rainbows and sunshine and earth and water and wind and air and the infinite void and the whole universe. So he came to some simple conclusions. The relative is impermanent. The separate self does not exist. Everything is interconnected and interdependently co-arising. But there's a reality that is beyond all this, and that reality we call nirvana, which is consciousness. The consciousness which is beyond your thoughts is also the consciousness beyond every other intelligent activity of the universe. And he realized that this consciousness is what gives rise to perception, to thoughts, to feelings, to emotions, to social interactions, to personal relationships, to the environments that we create, and ultimately even the forces of nature. And he said, get in touch with that and it'll set you free. It'll be a ticket to freedom. Well, you know, Deepak, there's, a, there's a, a couple of things in the book that I was really struck by, and one of the questions or one of the conversations was, I think, Siddhartha and uh, his father. And one of the statements the father made was, without creating fear, you can't get respect. Without respect, you can't have peace among potential enemies. And I was so struck by that sentence and by that statement, and I wanted to understand more from your perspective, the meaning in that? Well, his father is what we call the old paradigm. This is the, how the President Bush is behaving right now. <laughs> and this is how the world behaves. It's old paradigm. And it is old paradigm even in Siddhartha's time, 2,500 years ago. And that's the kind of thinking that leads to metaphors of violence and ultimately violent thinking and violent behavior and ultimately war. So we use metaphors for violence for everything. The war on drugs, the war on AIDS, the war on poverty, the war on terrorism. So um, those metaphors actually become reality for us and they never offer creative solutions. So in contrast to his father, Siddhartha was looking for creative solutions rather than violent solutions. How did you come to write this book on, on the Buddha? I've lived with those stories all my life. I know the places where he was born, where he lectured, where he gave his first sermon, where he got enlightened, where he died. So, um, you know, it's part of traditional Indian lore and history. But ultimately, I decided to write this book when I lost my own father mm -hmm. and started to think about the same um, things that he was thinking. And, and as I was reading this book, I, it, it, there were many, many, 
many, many times in the book where I stop to actually reflect on life today and and each and every one of us, the struggles we go through. I mean, there are spiritual obstacles in all of our lives, as such with you, isn't there? Right, and that's the unique thing about this man, that he was not looking for answers through religion, but through a secular spirituality, which is practical. And there are so many lessons in the book that reflect where we are today in our time, and it's as if we haven't learned anything. Well, I think there's a... Slowly, there's an awakening consciousness, and uh, if it ever reached critical mass, it would change the world. And that was what he said. So in the book, there's uh, also a conversation and a statement that's made, and it's and the statement has stayed with me for a while. It, and it goes, don't worry about demons, worry about men who have taken evil to heart. And as I read that statement, I was struck by the times we live in right now. Evil is our selective uh, shadow. What we call evil today uh-huh. in society is the projection of our collective shadow. And so rather than fighting evil, we should confront our own demons and understand them and embrace them and uh, bring the light of awareness to them. And then if we do that, we diminish what we call evil in the world. It's what Christ also said, you know, judge not lest you be judged or he who is without sin cast the first stone. This is uh, certainly a story and a lesson for many of us to take into our lives, but it boils down to each and every one of us creating that place of love and kindness. Doesn't that really uh, talk to what contributes or what could contribute to today's shift in consciousness? Well, I think one person at a time. The only way you can change the world is to be the change yourself. Mahatma Gandhi said, can you be the change you want to see in the world? And we are units of consciousness, and if there are, if there's a critical mass of people who are shifting, then um, the world will change because the world is who we are. You have done so much to uh, bring us along, so to speak, in in the journey to help us understand who we are and what our life is about. As I read this book, there are many people that will read this book as well. What have been the key moments for you in writing the book? that help you shift yourself to the next level? Well, I've been thinking of this um, book for the last uh, 25 years. Mm. It's uh, it's been a very gradual shift for me, and it's uh, my continued exploration into the world of consciousness. How does it give rise to everything that we call reality? But I wanted to re-look at, uh, do another look at it from, uh, get a fresh perspective, and I said, why not do it through the experiences of Siddhartha, the prince who became Gautama, the monk, and ultimately Buddha, the enlightened being? Have there been a points in time in either writing the book or in your own journey where we, you thought perhaps there wasn't hope for us? No, I've always looked at um, the possibility that there's no uh, problem in the world that doesn't have a creative solution that the field of human consciousness is um, a field of infinite possibilities. And that's indeed what it is. It's a field of infinite possibilities, a field of infinite correlation, a field of infinite creativity, a field of infinite interconnectedness. And today we can look at this from a scientific perspective as well. So for me, there's always been the hope that enough of us... uh, happen to this field. 
you know, it's, it's really interesting. I was doing a show the other day and one of my listeners asked a question that I'm going to ask you today. Uh, he asked the question, do we all have to struggle to get to enlightenment? We don't have to struggle. Most people do struggle because they, um, they think about enlightenment uh, when they're in crisis, when they lose a family member, when they confront death, sickness, old age. We don't have to do that. Also, a lot of people seek enlightenment when they're in addictive behaviors or get caught up in that. But we don't have to do that. You know, that's the whole point of the story is that even he discovered that struggle was futile. And, you know, I know that uh, you are, um, you talk both about Buddha and Jesus. And uh, the question that I would ask is, uh, from your perspective, what are the parallels? The parallels are many. I mean, the idea of interconnectedness, the uh, fact that uh, we are all existing in each other's consciousness. Uh, when Christ says the kingdom of heaven is within you, he's talking about consciousness, obviously. So the parallels are many, although Christ is, of course, a product of his uh, rabbinical traditions. So there is a little bit of the Old Testament idea of punishment and sin. What um, Christ calls sin is um, um, Buddha calls ignorance and delusion and the idea of uh, separation. So there are some parallels and there are some differences as well. There's no punishment, Mm -hmm. judgment. In in this world, I mean, right now, Deepak, we are hearing so much about abundance, about prosperity, uh, and the question that comes up is, how do we achieve this this level of abundance and prosperity that people want and at the same time maintain uh, the balance in our spiritual path? Well, when about the need for abundance or the desire for abundance, uh, if it is confused with greed, then there's no balance. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what Mahatma Gandhi said, that there's uh, enough in the world to feed everyone, but not enough to feed even one person's greed. So, you know, when you get attached to the idea of abundance as the source of your happiness, then you have a problem. Money does not create happiness, weapons do not create security, and technology does not create well-being. So uh, we should recognize that all fulfillment comes from within. Having said that, then nature is abundant, nature is lavish, and nature is um, generous. And if you get in touch with your own nature then you should have those attributes too. You know, as, as I went through and I read the book and, and, and I was so struck by uh, the, the point in time where uh, uh, enlightenment uh, was discovered by Buddha, so to speak, or his right. experience. And the question that I have is, you know, do each of us in this world, are we on a journey to find our own fig tree? Yes, everybody is on a journey uh, ultimately to find freedom. And that freedom is within themselves, the freedom to create what we want, the freedom to get in touch with that part of ourselves that does not die, the freedom to create conscious choices, the freedom to nurture relationships, the freedom to create, uh, as you said, abundance as well. There's a statement in the book at the end, uh, and uh, um Siddhartha is is speaking and he says, I begin this new age so that you can continue it. And I I had such a strong feeling, Deepak, that that's a statement that you could have said just as well. 
Well, a lot of us. I mean, we're all part of a wave of consciousness that is now in the world, and we should consider ourselves fortunate to be part of the transition team. As you go around talking to many people and doing this this interview, what's the personal message? What would you like to leave with our listeners? Well, first of all, if you want to change the world, be the change yourself mm-hmm. to do something that makes a difference. And number three, uh, connect with other people who share your passion. If you do those three things, you're on a good journey. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today and, and spending time and talking about the book. I want to mention to everyone, um, I'm thrilled to be uh, speaking with Deepak Chopra. The book is Buddha, A Story of Enlightenment. Uh, are we to expect a movie soon? <laughs> um, there are lots of movie offers right now, so let's see what happens. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, joining us today and uh, for taking time out of your, your busy schedule. Let's go out and I can be safe.